Monsieur Neri, please, one more question. N'avez-vous pas fait récemment une rencontre? Have you recently had a close encounter? Une rencontre plutôt inhabituelle. A close encounter with something very unusual. Who are you people? What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Rotten Potato Podcast, a podcast where four friends sit down and review movies that you absolutely should have seen. And I'm your host, Zach. I'm here with three guests. I'm guest number one, Tyler. Guest number two, Scott. I'm guest number three, Jake. And contestant number three, where would you like to go on a romantic date? Uh, Probably... Uh, oh, you really put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We can't accept that answer. No. Thanks for playing. So is it our 200th episode or is that shirt about something else? It's another podcast that I'm involved with. Oh, okay. Oh, so this is our 200th episode. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. We're just labeling it like 120 something for no reason. We just be like that. Yeah. Actually, I have no clue what episode number this is. <laughs> I figured I could make a, a Oh joke. yeah, 128. I was close. You nailed it's it. It's 128? Uh-huh. We're labeling it 127 though. You know, why? We're not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, is that the number that Scott said? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said 120. I said 120 something. Oh, okay. I think it's seven. <laughs> Solid this, podcast. This is getting off to a great start. Well, so happy. if you like this content, you want more, make sure you uh, like and subscribe. Happy to have you guys on the show, though. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about this movie. Which movie is that? We are talking. Because I actually couldn't tell from the audio intro. Yeah. Really? Couldn't tell? (laughs) (laughs) Or they said most of the title. (laughs) (laughs) But it's this third or fourth kind. That's what I was. That's what I've been wondering the entire movie is. uh, What are the other kinds? I actually have an answer for that. I'm really excited to hear it. It doesn't say in the movie. But um, so apparently one of the guys who kind of inspired this movie, his name was J. Allen Hynek who was uh, an astronomer and, and a professor uh, that the government contracted during um, Project Blue Book where they were researching UFOs and whatnot. And he termed Close Encounters of the First, Second, and Third. First is um, when someone like a civilian would have experience with something that they couldn't explain. So like the experience that whatever his name Richard Dreyfus has at the beginning of the movie Second kind is when there's um, a trace left behind. Mm. And then third kind is, as Steven Spielberg said um, in an interview that I listened to, it's when you meet them. Ah, So all three happen in the movie, actually. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, it was uh, confusingly titled to me, though. Yeah, because they, they don't say that at all in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Close Encounters of the Third Kind, guys. That's what we're doing. By the Didn't way, they that's the movie at the that end? we're I thought they addressed it at the end. Did they? I don't remember if they did. I'm pretty sure they talked about it at the end, oh. but I don't remember exactly. Yeah. Do you remember what they said? All like I know how- is like, I didn't look into it cause I never look into any of our movies Yeah, and I kind of knew that just from the movie. Oh really? Yeah. How'd you pick up on that? Or like I, what, what told you? Once again, I don't remember. I watched this like three uh, weeks ago. <laughs> Scott watches but- all of our movies like, by osmosis, they're just kind of <laughs> they're around. Like he's in yeah. the house and they're on. He's Most usually of the time, fixing like, like an appliance. I'm or doing something. like a ceiling fan. <laughs> you guys, you sometimes can't. you're driving. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'm out back and it's playing inside. <laughs> Did you have Outback Steakhouse and it's playing at your house? I feel like you got to be in the house. <laughs> Scott just has like a baby monitor set up, like yeah. on his table yeah. at Outback. So <laughs> pointing to his TV. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is a good part. Yeah. 
Uh, well, yeah, we're doing Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Um, I picked this movie because um, it's a very famous movie by Steven Spielberg. And that's about it. I had never seen it before. Um, I think we were all late bloomers to this one, right? Really? I was. Yeah, I was. Oh, cool. So this is a very fresh take on an old movie. Yeah. Is that going to be the title of this episode? No, it'll probably be episode 128, Close Encounters of Third Kind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Will it be the 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 uh, episode description, though? Because you've been getting a little spicy. With yeah, your it'll probably be something like the RP boys break down this classic. Will it be as trashy as everyone thinks it is or something like that? <laughs> I don't think everybody thinks this is trashy. <laughs> no, but it, it's good. It's good clickbait. It outraged that you right true. away. <laughs> it didn't outrage me. It just didn't make any sense to me. <laughs> Do any of our episode descriptions make sense? I'll be honest. I don't really read the episode descriptions. I just click. No one does. I, I've never clicked. I do. Because they're usually mean to, to me or Jake. <laughs> yeah. I would say Tyler's are most of the time positive. Yeah. Mine are always like just gray zone. Like you don't know what, what it's going to be. What was the too fast episode description? What'd you do? <laughs> I don't remember. I can, I can pull it up. Vamp for me. <laughs> if, I, if I've ever clicked on and gotten like the full description of a podcast episode, it's been by accident. Really? Yeah. I just, I, I see an episode of a podcast I like and I'm like, play please oh i definitely read episode yeah descriptions. i do too yeah no i just i just go into it if they have them some podcasts that i follow don't ha ever have any additional like description or show <laughs> notes or anything so what was too fast too furious too fast too furious is the rp boys break down the second <laughs> film in the fcu <laughs> we didn't know we could rate a movie this high <laughs> we didn't know oh, we didn't that, know what a just what a difference from the previous week when it's just like, will this be any different than Jake's other crappy bits? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's another reason to not read them is that Scott's a bully. <laughs> <laughs> They've given me too much power on this pod. They're like, well, he doesn't really contribute to the talking. I don't, I don't know that we've given so, it to you. Just somehow you like... Uh, usurped yeah, it. Yeah, you had it. Like Tyler used to have the con... Yeah, and then all of a sudden Scott was behind the behind the knobs. I don't know what you call these sliders, and uh, we never looked back. Yeah, uh, Tyler has like the con of what is in the episode itself, and then I have like the technical con. <laughs> I have the strategic con. <laughs> so wait, <laughs> you're the one that's writing the scripts for us? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I only do that. what Tyler writes. Okay, I thought that I they, have a teleprompter. I thought the scripts just kind of showed up at my house. Yeah. <laughs> it was just magically. Yeah. Everything about it. <laughs> no, I write I write those scripts. Yeah. Okay. These yeah. would be the most ludicrous scripts I think I've ever read. <laughs> I don't I don't have like that, that in my bit script. in the beginning. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like who who would do who, who would write, write that? that? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't funny spontaneous, but written down, <laughs> rehearsed and delivered. It's way funnier. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <sighs> Well, uh, since we are all late bloomers, uh, I don't. I guess I'll just kick off with my my take. Yeah. Uh, kick things off. I was pretty underwhelmed, mostly by this movie. Um, I don't think that I had hyped it up that much. Although I know people have always like talked about it. It's an important movie. Um, I liked the story for the most part especially like you know maybe the first act because it felt a little bit like a suspense to me like 
we're learning as the audience, we're learning about what's really going on as the characters are, which I, I always appreciate. I hate when they like, you know, ham fist exposition to the audience too early. You know, oh. it, it kind of bothers me. So I liked that. Um, overall though, I thought this was just a super whatever movie. I kind of wish our uh, our opening sound clip would have just been the like piano keys. The tones, yeah. yeah. I thought about again. suggesting that, but it, I was like, uh, piano tones, and then our audio intro. I'm not sure. If that... <laughs> yeah, wouldn't play well. Um, I would say I felt similarly to you, except I didn't really have high expectations for it. Um, I thought the acting was pretty subpar. I understand why it became what it is, like because there wasn't much done like it at the time. And so I think it was probably ahead of its time in the way it was thinking about creating itself back then or whoever we haven't done just the facts or anything. So I don't, I don't know who made it, but uh, <laughs> Spielberg, I guess some unknown guy. Yeah. Um, Pretty whatever filmmaker, honestly. but yeah, the, the acting was subpar to me. Uh, the FX, just did not stand up the test of time. Like they looked bad in this one. Um, but I can't really throw that super against it. Like it was just the technology at the time. Um, but I would say like the bare bones of this are good. I just, I've seen it executed better so many other times like we did a rival and I thought that was way better executed Yeah. than this. And there were so many parts of this that I was like, Oh, that's just like what they did on arrival. Right. But arrival just did it so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jake, what do you think? Yeah, I was, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. I was actually pretty excited to watch this. I like Steven Spielberg, and I think for the most part, like when I think about it, because it, it's crazy that he's been making movies for this long, but when you think about his old movies, I feel like they hold up. You know, like I don't feel like, like when I think about like like Jaws comes to mind, like I don't feel like Jaws looks bad. You know, like sure, like it looks a little bit old, but I think it holds up in like Jurassic Park or whatever, even though it's 30 years old. It looks great still. Yeah. Uh, I thought that this, didn't hold up in a, in a really disappointing way in like, like it was super cheesy and I, I don't feel like watching an old Steven Spielberg. I was expecting it to feel cheesy. Uh, and it was like really, I felt like it was just really chaotic and just like, Oh, like the aliens are coming and it's like, okay, well I'm just going to shake stuff and blow stuff. And this is just going to happen for, I don't know. I feel like an hour of the movie. It's just yeah. like, Oh, stuff's blowing up. We got it. Stuff's moving around and it, and it looks weird. And it was a little bit disorienting for me watching it like the first act of the movie. Um, yeah, I wasn't really into it and I, I wanted to be into it. I was pretty excited to watch it. Uh, I remember I texted Zach like, Oh, like I, we were like texting. And then I said, like, it's pretty stoked to watch close encounters. He's like, do you mean that in a good way? And I was like, Oh, that doesn't, that doesn't sound, <laughs> that doesn't bode well. <laughs> yeah. Cause I did mean it in a good way. <laughs> uh, but the fact that he's asking means that I'm probably not in for a good time. And even with lowered expectations, I was still pretty bummed. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I think I'm a little more positive than it sounds like all you guys are, but like not by much. Uh -huh. Um, I was a little disappointed with it as well. And I think, I mean, not coming off of Jaws cause Jaws was a couple years ago, but like the follow up to Jaws, which was a movie that I had never seen before that I did for the pod as well, that I was really impressed with that. I really, really enjoyed. Um, I had kind of higher expectations with this movie <coughs> and just knowing, um, like how 
I think beloved it is by some people and how influential it's been in some ways. Um, I feel similarly, similarly to you guys, but there, there are aspects of this movie that I did like a lot. And I think the more that I've thought on it since then, I've liked certain aspects of it more and more. There's been other aspects of it that I didn't care for at all. And the more that I've thought about it, I still haven't warmed to some of those aspects. I liked the first act like moderately didn't really enjoy the second act very much at all. And that's kind of where it started to lose me. And that's where it did lose Kate. She literally walked out of the room and stopped watching it. And then the third act I really liked, and there were um, some effects that I agree with you guys did not age very well, but there were some that I thought that did like, I thought the mothership looked really good and everything with that. I really enjoyed. I thought that looked really cool. Um, and just that whole segment of the movie, I really enjoyed. In fact, the the third encounter, I guess, um, of this movie, I really liked. And even the aliens, even though I, I think the last alien looks pretty bad, but the first two types of aliens, like they don't blow my mind or anything, but they just, I, I thought they looked good enough for like what I would have expected at the time to where like I enjoyed it. And I, I enjoyed the way that they got creative with how, how did they, how are we going to like create an alien for this movie? I thought that was fun finding out kind of what they did um, with that. But Do you uh, mean the, the tall insect alien or the little <laughs> children changeling alien? I liked both of those. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't like the last one. The Which puppet. one was the last? I don't remember one. the last. The weird puppet one that like waved oh, and then like oh, smiled yeah, yeah. at the oh, end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Francois Truffaut. Uh-huh. I totally forgot about that one, but yeah. That <laughs> well, was... And it was really interesting that Steven Spielberg wanted to uh, create different races for the, the different aliens and wanted to show that there's like different types. And one of his ideas of how he'd be able to do that, his first idea of like how to in, like embody an alien was to take an orangutan, dress it up in spandex, put on an alien helmet, throw some roller skates on it and push it down a ramp, which I assumed <laughs> would have been the like ramp descending from the UFO and uh, that didn't work. It feels, feels uh, kind of mean. That feels, yeah, very mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It didn't work out well. While there was no animals in the shots of the film, there were animals harmed in the making of the film. <laughs> yeah, probably. I can just imagine him pitching that, like, hey, guys, let's take an orangutan. <laughs> With you? Put that on skates. Okay. Uh, Throw that down a <laughs> What? Okay, that's good, but, like, what if we threw spandex and, like, an alien ha- hat on it? Perfect. <laughs> Send it. Are you concerned about the fur in the shot? Not at all. Oh, okay. So the spandex will work. Yeah, the spandex yeah. will cover it, and then the helmet. You know? How come we yeah. almost never depict aliens as having hair or fur? I don't know. They've they've evolved beyond. They're that. always like lizard like. They don't need it. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Or f- or like uh like fish like uh-huh. or bird like sometimes. Aqualine. I'll be honest. That last encounter, I was too thrown for a loop by like the out of nowhere introduction of the love interest between Melinda Dillon and yeah. uh, what's his name? Yeah. Richard yeah. Dreyfus. What, what happened to his wife and kid? Yeah, I was like, oh, you, yeah. like you're married <laughs> uh, and you have kids that you don't care about. And then all this, like, I didn't feel like they had any like romantic chemistry or like anything throughout the whole movie. And then all of a sudden they kissed and I couldn't stop thinking. Yeah. That yeah. bothered me too. Before we get too far though, Scott, do you want to hit us with a little bit of just the facts? 
Yeah, I can do that. So this was directed by Steven Spielberg, written by Steven Spielberg. It released November 16th, 1977. Had a runtime of 135 minutes. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 94%. IMDb gave it a 7.6. It had a very big box office of $306 million on a $19 million budget. So that's a 16x return, which is great. It did win for Best Cinematography, and then it was nominated for seven other uh, awards for Best Supporting Actress for Dylan, Best Director for Spielberg, Best Set Decoration, Best Sound, Best Film Editing, Best VFX, and Best Score. I'm kind of surprised to hear that. What's the actress's name? Melissa Dillon? Melinda Dillon. Melinda Dillon. She was nominated for for Best Supporting Actress? Yeah, this is what launched her into a Christmas story. Um, I didn't realize <laughs> she was in the movie. And I'm surprised to hear that she was nominated because I thought she was the worst, the worst actress in this movie. Yeah, I mean, I th- I thought she was bad. I didn't well. think she was very good either. I um, thought Terry Gar was better. Yeah, you know, just like fresh off of Young Frankenstein, I think into this movie. <laughs> really? Was it right about? Around I think the- I think Young Frankenstein came out like nineteen seventy four or something. Oh, okay. And this came out like seventy seven. Gotcha. No, I agree with you guys though. Like, I think one of my biggest nits to pick with this movie is the characterization. I didn't enjoy the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really enjoyed the aspect of this movie that was like the, the government um, researching these events and then also simultaneously like trying to cover it up. Everything with Francois Truffaut, with David Balaban, I think is how you say his name. I enjoyed that aspect of the movie a lot. Everything with Richard Dreyfus, with his family that he abandons, and <laughs> Melinda Dillon, uh, I, I did not like. And Richard Dreyfuss's like uh, dissension into madness was really boring. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, agree. wasn't that great? Also, and Melinda Dillon, it's like not not a great not great at keeping tabs on her kid. No, yeah, <laughs> I, it was infuriating. I was like, it, watch him, get him. <laughs> hold, like aliens are invading your house, hold him. Yeah, don't let him run out the the doggy door. <laughs> yeah, that was a little insane. It was funny too, like you you had mentioned um, how like you just struggled with the characterization of all the the different characters, and uh, I I totally agree. I felt like the only character I was close to connecting with was the wife because she was just kind of like having to deal with the ridiculousness of everything, and then she just got cut out of the movie, yeah, <laughs> and replaced by someone else who was crazy. And I was like, okay, well, I'm completely out of this now. I have no one to connect with. But the 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 thing about that is. If she would have stuck around and stayed in the movie, I don't know that you would have connected with her because, uh, honestly, that was the only reasonable reaction <laughs> to get out. You know? Oh yeah, if my husband or my spouse was like doing all the crazy stuff that he was doing and like endangering the ki- potentially the kids, like I'm out of there. Yeah, because I kind of had that thought where I was like, man, bummer. Like, like she's a pretty good part of this movie that I'm not super into. And then I was like, you know what? If she stayed in, probably wouldn't be that good of a part of the movie for me. So uh-huh. I'm glad she's gone. Because then we'd be having the conversation of why did she stick around? Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. There's uh, two movies that I watched last year that came out last year that made this viewing experience of this movie more interesting. And one was Nope. Mm. Okay. You saw Nope. Did mm-hmm. you see Nope? Did you see Nope? I did. I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. At the time, I was like, oh, this is just Jaws with aliens. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, this is just Jaws and Close Encounters combined but then tyler and i saw the fablemans yeah. as well um and i thought it was interesting it, i mean if you guys haven't seen the the fablemans one of the one of the parts of that movie is that like his mom is a little emotionally unstable kind of causes a rift in the family they end up separating she cheats on him i think with with 
his brother. With his best friend. Oh, with his best friend. Yeah. But like the mom would kind of just like do these random, like we like would just kind of like would, would operate on these impulses and like one day just brought home a pet monkey. And I was reminded of Steven Spielberg's mom watching Richard Dreyfuss in this movie. And I wonder if maybe that kind of inspired an aspect of that character. And it was really interesting listening to an interview with Richard Dreyfuss. Uh, Steven um, was trying to cast the part. I don't remember this character's name, Rory, I think. He was trying to cast this character. His first uh, choice was Steve McQueen. Huh. And Steve McQueen turned it down, um, even though he actually really liked the part and he really liked the script, but he just didn't feel like he was right for it. So then Steven started just shopping the part around to all these different actors. And uh, this is while Steven and Richard are making Jaws. And Richard uh, keeps telling Steven, like, I'm the guy you need for this. I'm the guy you need. And the thing that clinched it for him is he said, you need a child for this part. You need a man who can be a child. And Steven's like, you're it. You got the part. Uh, which feels like a little insulting to Richard <laughs> Dreyfus. <laughs> yeah. But also it feels like, obviously this is intentional that like this character is not a responsible man. And so it feels very intentional that like Steven wanted to write a character who eventually abandons his family. But I feel like I would have liked this movie so much more if that wasn't the case because I struggled so much with that. It's like, mm -hmm. how am I supposed to root for this guy that I don't like, that I don't like respect? Uh, how do you guys feel about that? Like, do you feel like you would have liked this movie more if he was just like a single guy or if maybe he just like had a girlfriend rather than just like a family man who abandons his family? And it feels like, kind of gets off scot-free about it. Like, it doesn't feel like we're supposed to feel any, any, um, like, like there's no fallout because of that. He abandons his family, uh, like ultimately to leave earth. Yeah. <laughs> like not just like, oh yeah, you know, like went for a carton of milk and never came back, like leaves planet earth with these. And aliens. it's never presented to us as if it's like a bad thing. That I was my, like. one of my biggest beefs with the ending. Uh, and maybe with the movie, now that you're saying it, it's like, I didn't root for him even for an instant. I was never mm -hmm. on his side. And maybe that's why I couldn't engage with the movie was because, you know, like you, even when you have uh, a character who's not like a good guy, you need to get us on their side for, uh, for them to be the main character. Like I've been watching the Sopranos lately and I really like it. And it's like Tony Soprano's a bad guy, but I'm still on Tony's side. Like they, they still get us there and they, they couldn't even, they didn't give me any reason to be on his side. And yeah, I, so I agree. I, I, I might've liked it better if I just didn't have those hangups about some of the things he had to do, but I don't know that I would have been that much more on his side. Cause he still like would have been a child, like a, a weird child man. Mm -hmm. you know? He's a weird character. This is a weird movie. It's very weird. It was weirder than I expected it to be. Yeah, I wish they would have like given us more of the humanity behind it. Like if it would have been perhaps like a more like sturdy character and you could see more of like the interaction between the husband and the wife and the struggle and like his like internal struggle of like, I'm feeling these things, but I know this is my responsibility. I know these and like see the dialogue and that kind of stuff. I feel like it would have made a more engaging movie and made make it more about the humanity of these people rather yeah. than this encounter with aliens or just develop one of the, maybe the more interesting characters, which I feel like is kind of what arrival does. Like arrival takes Amy Adams, who is kind of like the Francois Truffaut character in this movie and just develops that character. Mm -hmm. And so we're constantly in that, 
component of the story where like we're following the government and how they're dealing with this situation but we have a very human character in the midst of that rather than these two parallel stories mm-hmm. and i feel like that was way more successful i really enjoyed that so much more yeah and i, I was way more interested in his character too than same exactly virtually anyone else he was my favorite character yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I, yeah, I feel I wish they would have done one or the other. Like, I probably would have liked, you know, a movie without the government stuff. Like, they, I think they could have done a good movie in this following a family who's been really affected by this encounter with aliens and not have the government stuff. You know, like, I just wish it would have picked. You know? Yeah, I agree. But, also, what was the deal with the David character? Who was David? The one that just, like like gives up halfway climbing the mountain. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They I don't need him. He, didn't he die? They killed him, right? I think they kill him. I don't know. I, no, I don't know if he him. died or if he just fell asleep. No, he just fell asleep. Oh, it really? Was, yeah, it was the same stuff that they that the animals were all asleep from when they were driving up. It was the same gas. So I have uh, I have a couple potential theories. in That they were killing him and not actually. No, that's oh, not okay. one of them. <laughs> that uh, the same thing that happens to him happens to Rory. Is that his name? Roy? Roy. 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 Same thing happens to Roy in Melinda Dillon's character. And that oh, everything and that happens. It. Yeah. Because I don't know about you guys, but the last like act of the movie, the third encounter aspect of this movie feels really like surreal and dreamlike. It's very surreal. Yeah. I, I, especially because I think like it, it may be in support of that. Nobody... It, like they've been so hunted and then they get in and nobody cares. No one cares. And also they're like, Hey, do you want to do this? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, you civilian. Do you want to go? Yeah. Be with the aliens. Truffaut's Truffaut's character like walks up to him. Like he's just broken into this highly yeah. secure facility <laughs> and like the aliens are there and Truffaut walks up to him and he's like, what is it that you need? Yeah. You know? it's like, <laughs> that's so, why did that happen? <laughs> the chick that he falls in love with kisses him. Yeah. Is this his dream? It could be. He, he gets to leave his family. Either way, it's a bad movie. He gets to leave his family that he doesn't like, clearly, and go live with the aliens. Yeah. I hope he never wakes up. I think I like that movie maybe more. I think I like that movie more, too. The dream. Also, other conspiracy, the son, the crazy boy who escapes. <laughs> the crazy oh, boy. Oh, the little kid. The little kid. The little kid. Is he an alien? Oh, I think he's a changeling for sure. He there's like a couple of reverse shots where it's like it's him staring at them and then the alien staring back and it's like they look the same. Like yeah. his eyes are so big. <laughs> it's like did, what, did they switch him out? I think he's a changeling. Yeah. I had kind I of assumed <laughs> when I when they first came out and like all the all the people uh like all the like lost soldiers or whatever yeah. came out my initial thought was oh like these are aliens assuming their form. I was like they but I thought they were going to do something bad. Yeah. You know and then they just left and I was like oh maybe not. So I, I could get on board with that. Maybe. Yeah. Also, like if you're coming into like an interaction with an alien race and you just happen to find this like one weird tone over somehow and your decision to try to figure out how to communicate them is just to do the same tone back a bunch of times and somehow that works. Yeah, I was really confused. I think maybe in the... I guess like like the first part of the movie, like where the tone came from and why they thought it was so significant and like the whole thing. And I was like, what's going on? And then I was like, oh, that was that was the key to it all. They just start playing do re mi at the aliens. It was really, I don't know. That was weird. Where did, 
where did that come from? Because I don't remember thinking that. I feel like the movie explains that, but I, I don't remember. I might have now. missed it, but I felt like all of a sudden we were just talking about it. And I was like, where did this come from and why? Oh, it's it's the um, people in India. They were like chanting it. Uh-huh. They heard oh, it. The, the, the aliens ship played it to them. them. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was one there of was, the, that was like the second encounter. Yeah. The second kind. Like that's what was left behind was that thing. Oh, okay. And then they project that into space and get coordinates back. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. But why, like, how, why just keep why, repeating And it? why is it a dude on a keyboard having to do it? <laughs> like, <laughs> they couldn't have recorded this record ahead it? of time and, like, it ready. Bring in a musician. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, don't, don't mess this one up. You might really <laughs> offend them if you hit a wrong key. Uh-huh. And then what, they were playing back other instruments then? It was, like, a trombone. <laughs> and then, yeah, they, they made other sounds back at them, and then they just keep repeating the same one, and the aliens are probably, like, these guys are idiots. <laughs> they just don't. All right. Give them them back. They're stupid. <laughs> yeah. Give them their people back. Just give us Richard Dreyfus. We thought they were more matter. advanced than they are. <laughs> give us Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> That's who we came for. Uh, well, was there any aspect of this movie that was positive for you guys? Like anything about it that you enjoyed? I did mm. think the aliens were cool. Like they look cool. Did uh, you like the the long one? Yeah, I was a little bit confused though from the long one to the then the little guys came out and I was like, did I not see the long one? Like, why doesn't he look the same? Yeah, at all. Uh, but then I was like, oh, I guess they're just different. But yeah, the long one it was, was a cool. little weird. Yeah, I was like, I assume they were just one race of aliens uh, that was coming. But I guess it was like a whole bunch of them that were all yeah. just chilling well, together. At least three, four. We have the humans. Well, yeah, three race of aliens. Well, not if that's a changeling. Yeah, then not if it's true. It could be no, all the that's people true. that they gave back could have been all changelings. That's true. I'd like to see that sequel. Because they're like... <laughs> I wonder if Spielberg's working on it. They're Probably. Like, they're like, you know, they haven't aged a day. Uh, Einstein was right. And then the project leader's like... Einstein was probably one of them. And I was like, wait, what? Are there humanoid <laughs> yeah. aliens? Like, yeah, they really need to build out this story a little bit more. <laughs> Do you know what I would like to see built out more is why the the French guy, uh, I've forgotten his name. Truffaut. Truffaut uh, is like needs a translator sometimes. Right. And then sometimes is just speaking, <laughs> speaking English to people like pretty, pretty alpha move to be like, I'm not going to talk to you in English, but I will talk to you in English. I mean, no, maybe he just he knows, a knows a little bit of English enough to get by, uh, passably in like casual conversations, but not in technical conversations, yeah. which is what he's in most of the time. Interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. what I would think. I, don't, I didn't think that part was that weird. That was my read, but I do like your, I like your read on it. I think yeah. it's pretty funny. My, my thing was how did this like most likely not American citizen like start heading up this government agency. That's I was wondering the same thing. I was like, where did this French guy come from? Uh-huh. I think we, like, I'm super interested in his story and just who he is and what oh, his background definitely. is. Me too. I think Spielberg just wanted Francois Truffaut in his movie and was just like, I'm just gonna like, he doesn't know English, so I'm just gonna like write him in. Francois was a, a, a famous French director mm. that Spielberg liked a lot. So, so he I just think named he just a character him. after him? No, I, that's not his name in the in the movie. Oh. I'm just calling him that by his real name. Claude. Oh, Claude Lacombe. <laughs> yeah. That's right. It was kind of funny, though. Uh, when they were casting David Balaban's character, um, they're like, we need someone who speaks French. David Balaban, do you speak French? And he had taken French classes a long time ago, but he didn't remember a lot. So he said, in French, my French is very poor, and if you cast me in this movie, I will not do well. And he said that in French. And they're like, hey, that sounds great. You got the part. 
<laughs> and so what a move yeah killer so then he just had to memorize french lines and then not know yeah or it. learn i don't know he he did it Good for him. i mean i don't know french so he could have just been saying gibberish i don't know but he probably just sent it off to like his like grandpa who lives in the area so he could pick up the language and then he just like never said any of the cuss words he took just out like, all the <laughs> just like george clooney <laughs> So Spielberg is like, why aren't you swearing in French more? <laughs> <laughs> so nothing about this movie that we liked. Is that the consensus? Um, hold on. I'm still thinking. I'm still thinking. Because <laughs> there's uh, some things that I liked. I, I don't know. I feel like I I started the movie and I felt a little bit disoriented by the movie. And I don't know that I could get back into it. You had said that this was like a chaotic movie. And that was a note that I wrote down. I said, like, this feels very chaotic. And there's so many times where like people are talking over each other and there's like sound happening during dialogue. And I agree with you that at times it felt really disorienting and I have to assume that that's intentional, but I, I didn't like that. And I didn't feel like that added anything to me. Yeah. And like, even if it's uh, like intentional, yeah, it's not a pleasant viewing experience. Yeah. Like uh, when Rory, when we first are introduced to him and his family and his son is just like banging that doll on yeah. the thing. And it's, it's like, just like, just I... stop it, please. <laughs> and Kate, as she got up from her chair to walk to the other room, she said, there's so much screaming in this movie and just <laughs> left the room. Man, I got bad news for Kate for what's coming. Did she say, <laughs> you're like, why did you pick this? Uh, no, she didn't. She didn't question, but she did say this is a bad movie. Did she know who picked it? I think so. Or did she just assume it was Jake? (laughs) No. She said there's too much dialogue in this movie for it to be a Jake pick. This one movie. One movie didn't have very much dialogue. Too much dialogue and not enough tumbleweeds. I'm not even the guy that picked uh, There Will Be Blood, which had 20 minutes of silence at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. She liked that one, actually. I like There Will Be Blood, too. I'm just saying. I don't know why I'm the no dialogue guy. This is what the tots know you as, man. No, it's what you know me as. (laughs) And therefore, the tots know you as. Um, I liked the score in this movie. It was immemorable to me. I couldn't even tell you. It was immemorable? Really? The five notes and the way that that's worded in the the score? Okay, I do remember that, but I don't know. I feel like if it's a part of the plot, it's not really a part of the score. Well, it is because it's the motif that is in most of the score of the movie. Like, even when they're not actually doing it, it's 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 what's playing. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's the only like music that I remember from the movie is all I'm saying is that part. Yeah. I mean, that was in a lot of the music, though. (laughs) No, I'm saying that's the only time I even remember there being registered, registered music existing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't I don't really remember the score, but, you know, it got nominated. So, like, you're not alone in thinking it was good. Yeah. I wasn't. I also think it was good. So the Academy and I uh, liked the score. And I Tyler. Just, here's the thing: Tyler in the theory. Academy. Yeah. I don't. I'm not Enjoyed saying the score. I'm I not saying that never I never agree like with it. the Academy. So I don't know why you're like yeah. pressing into it. Also, it didn't win. <laughs> you know. So <laughs> some of the Academy. Yeah. Some of the Academy, but certainly not the majority. Okay. Well, <laughs> I feel decently better. I feel like we're explaining opinion. fractions the way Richard Dreyfuss did. <laughs> like, can you think of a more stupid way to explain fractions than to say, "All right, so if I have this train, and then a third of it is over this line." It's like you started with fractions already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me explain fractions by talking about fractions of trains. The the definition is in the, or the, uh, the word is in the definition. Well, it's yeah. like Kevin from the office 
where like if you're talking about food, he can do math really well. <laughs> but if you just ask him a basic math question, he can't he has do no it. Idea. So he can only do math related In, to train cars. It, exactly. He's like, yeah, they With were like, trains. you know, if you have 2,862 donuts and then there's three people that have to split them, how many do you have? And he just like answer it. And then he's like, okay, but if you had 15 pencils and there was three people, how many would each, how many pencils would each person have? And he couldn't do it. Yeah. So that, that, yeah, that feels right for Richard. For, also, yeah. For Roy. Roy. Also, what a terrible way to like put so much pressure on your kid where he's like, all right, people's lives are on the line. How much of this train car do you have to move? Uh, that scene kind of bothered me a lot, actually. I thought about it. I thought about it for a Clearly. full a full day after I watched this movie. Just I was like his, at work, uh, and I was like, "Why would you do that?" His parenting style, just his his math teaching style. I guess. <laughs> it was more of a, a teaching issue that you had. Yeah, no, his parenting was just terrible. But <laughs> you mean how you he abandoned his, his family? Yeah, <laughs> that didn't bother me. But he's a terrible teacher. No, it, it bothered me, but like. It didn't keep you up at night. Yeah. 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 But how he taught fractions. It just didn't make any sense. I, I because love... you see people abandon their families all the time. <laughs> yeah, that you happens. You don't regularly <laughs> see people teach fractions like that. Yeah. <laughs> the things that like get stuck and live in your head rent free just never cease to crack me up. Me in particular? You in particular. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is very specific. It's very and specific. I, I can never, I can really never guess. predict it. Yeah. yeah. I can never If it makes it. you feel better, I can't either. <laughs> <laughs> Something will just bother me. And I'll yeah. be like, all right. This is just going to bother me now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I have some discussion questions. I'm still trying to think of good things. <laughs> I feel like if you have to think this hard about it, then it's... There wasn't much. Yeah. Keep thinking, though. <laughs> okay i you, did i did like i for real i i i want to agree that like uh Truffaut's character uh i could have just spent the whole movie following him like mm-hmm. i thought that was really compelling i loved like him traveling around trying to get to the bottom of everything like he was very much like a like a scientist sleuth kind of a thing like he was very much like a, a detective uh, l- less than like a laboratory researcher. And I think that just makes for a good story. Uh, and I thought he was acted really well. Like it was a really believable care. It was the only believable character probably in the movie. Um, yeah, I liked the score and, and I liked some of the special effects, although I've, I, I feel like Spielberg set us off on this, like, I don't know, weird, like journey of spaceships are incredibly like, or UFOs are like covered in lights. Cause it was the same with ET mm-hmm. and it's like, why? Like what, like people will sometimes think that. And like when kids draw spaceships, they'll frequently have like colored lights on them. And that's just a Spielberg thing. Like he's created that influence, but it makes no sense to me. And it's not even like all that practical. Like, Bothers me. <laughs> Maybe the aliens think they look cool. Yeah, the aliens are just doing it for the drip. <laughs> oh. So, like, we need to send up Fast and Furious into space in order to... <laughs> We're yeah. way ahead of you. Wait till uh, the eighth movie. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's more influential than we think. Oh, the, I would say that's a positive for this. I do see its influence in so many other alien. Without this, movies. Ludo wouldn't have made his way to space, especially to Fast Eight. I think that's the one where he goes to space. I don't know. I haven't sure. seen it. Yeah. I'm just taking on faith. Someone said that it happens, and we'll, I we'll circle back to, to this happen. later in the season. Yeah, <laughs> I want it to happen. 
I think it's gonna. I'm gonna be very let down if it's not Luda flying. So it a needs car to be Luda. Space. Luda so if flying it's Luda a in a car. Space. Yeah. So if it's if, what if it's Twinkie in a in a car in space? You'll be disappointed. Very disappointed. I have or a lot if it's of thoughts. Jaw rule. I I don't I do not care at all about Bow Wow. I have a lot of thoughts about Twinkie, but I feel like I need to hold off for a couple of weeks to talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's a CGI'd Paul Walker. <laughs> so they just blast him in the sun, and that's yeah. why he's not in the movie anymore. <laughs> he's like, I drove too fast in space, and now I can't go back. Too furiously. <laughs> the last line his character says. I drove too fast in space. It'd be a good send-off. In space. <laughs> be good as that, and I'll see you again, song plays. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that they wrote for the movie. I'm yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, what do you guys think about uh, like this is a little timely? Like people, the last couple of years have been talking a lot about UFOs in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had you know a couple of spy balloons that may or may not have been UFOs uh, shot down over the Canadian border recently. Uh, so I'm just curious, do you guys uh, believe in, like, that aliens are here flying around? Here flying around? Yeah. Specifically here flying around. I, Pro- I, probably I'm, not. I'm not as interested in your speculation on if intelligent life in the universe is possible. I feel like if they if they could travel to us, uh, I, I don't know why they would be hiding around. Like uh, they, if they can travel to us, they can clearly take us or at least you know? talk to us. Uh, yeah. Like they, they don't have anything to fear from us. If they can get here, like we can't get there. Right. So, so they don't <laughs> yeah, have they're much more us. advanced than we are. That's, that's, uh, they have the upper hand. Yeah. So I feel like if they were here, we would know about it, <laughs> you know, even if they weren't uh, like maybe they're, uh, yeah, even like, if they're peaceful, totally peaceful. Yeah, yeah, I feel like we they they would come in such a way that we would know, and then we they 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 don't have any reason to hide from us. Zach, what do you think? UFOs, probably similar, yeah. real aliens. Uh, no, I I mean I can't give you a reason why, but I it feels a safer guess to say no. I'm a little ambivalent to it. Once we hit encounters of the second kind then maybe i'll start being interested mm. oh so it like that ratchets ratchets it up for you it's like defcon yeah. we like, already the did so we get to one we shot down the balloon well do we know if that's an encounter from an alien or not yet probably you think so yeah maybe the government's cover, covering it up i we're gonna need some people to naruto run at it to figure that out i don't get that reference remember when we were oh, in storm in area 51 <laughs> and, and everybody was naruto, naruto running at it yeah i just thought that was a reference to naruto the show no i've never watched an episode i can proudly say that i'm a little surprised to find that out dude do you not know my stance on anime i'm yeah, not apparently aren't not you pro yeah no very anti <laughs> Uh, just assumed unless it's a bad spirited away movie and uh you like like americanized anime right with like avatar the last airbender that's just an american show but it's but it's an anime style anime-esque i hate anime so much that i'll fight against it being anime but i don't think that that's reasonable i don't think that people want to hear this Uh, i I mean i want to hear it right now i'm i'm Frankly floored by this revelation. I can't believe you're I'm a little bit insulted that you're floored by this revelation. (laughs) I I knew this was your stance. Yeah, I'm I'm uh I feel so strongly about it 
that I, I have words that I don't really feel comfortable saying. I've heard podcast. you regularly talk negatively about Dragon Ball Z because of some of the stuff. It's oh, depicted. that's true. I, yeah. yeah, I have as well. But but I also just assume that that indicated like some like he watched affinity it. That's how he knew. toward <laughs> yeah. uh, no I the genre. Yeah, I Here, think here's what I, it cause, cause here's what I'll thing. say. I can't draw that conclusion because I have not seen an episode of Dragon Ball Z since I was seven. Probably here's what I'll say. I watched Dragon Ball. Uh, and is that I, different than Dragon Ball Z? It's like a prequel, I think. Okay. And I saw a little boy's penis <laughs> like three or four times. <laughs> Do we need to? No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you clipping that? Or are you flagging? I'm it? just flagging it just in case. I'm going to do uh, some research. <laughs> yeah. On what? Well, I, I, I don't know. I might have to flag this, uh, whole episode as uh, oh, explicit, explicit. Like, so we don't get hit yeah. with like uh you could bleep it or cut it <clears throat> yeah that, that's why i didn't want to say uh but yeah not into the genre wow because that's what made it to america and also like uh being a, a computer science student i saw uh what i would call borderline pornography as uh, every anime fan's background oh just like drawing people computer. yeah and i was like wow this is what we're showing to the public huh uh that sucks <laughs> I see that on some people's cars nowadays. Uh, yeah, that's a bummer too. Yeah. Uh, so very like anti. In, like in like Tokyo Drift. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was there anime in Tokyo? No, Drift? I don't. I don't know. Maybe there was. <laughs> I I really couldn't tell you. Is uh, Studio Ghibli is that anime or is that not? Yeah, I guess it is. But that's normal. Oh, it's normal. It, fe- it feels normal to so me. So you like some? You're I not, like. I guess it is. I don't know. Anti was, all across the board. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I guess anime is like cartoons from J- all cartoons from Japan. Right. Right. Like it's a, a specific <laughs> style of cartoon. Right? Now, on a previous episode, you specifically said you would not call anime cartoons because it would offend a whole group of people. I don't care. <laughs> you just don't care anymore. Yeah. Our podcast has already offended them by all the things me and Tyler have said. About oh yeah. Spirited away. Yeah. We've, we've, uh, long since shed those fans. Mm. Good. Yeah. We've offended them past repair and they've, they've gone to never be recaptured. Mm-hmm. I don't fair. remember why we were talking about anime. Uh, well, first we started talking about aliens and if we think they really exist and then I don't know how we got to anime. <laughs> What was the transition? I don't don't remember. It was something about, I don't know. Go ahead and tag this podcast anime though, this episode, (laughs) so we can get some new fans. New fans to trash on. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I have some discussion questions to ask you guys. Okay. So, I, being a Spielberg movie, I thought this movie would be a little bit more fun because I feel like Spielberg can, you know, he can make a fun movie. And I thought it, it'd be a little fun. But I think that this was like a more fun science fiction movie than uh, the kind of science fiction movies that we get now. And basically what I'm saying is um, science fiction, I feel like, especially when it comes to movies, they're not fun movies anymore. Like I feel like science fiction, a lot of times these days are like horror or like high drama, philosophical, like really like intellectual, like an ex machina or something like that. Or like huge political agenda. Like, sure. like what else? Uh, like what was San Andreas? Yeah, it was all about or a Elysium. Giant, yeah, like a giant earthquake that destroys LA. Is that, and it's is and that it's, sci-fi? Yeah, I would call it that. Okay, I Elysium. That's a good example. Elysium was hyper political. Yeah, I didn't see it, but I remember that being an aspect of that movie. I basically what I'm saying is like, what happened to the fun sci-fi movies anymore? Sharknado. Well, 
That's fun because it's bad. It's not trying to be the fun. Meg. No, it's good. Really, anything with the rock in it is still fun <laughs> yeah, sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Jason Statham. Yeah, I was gonna say that. That's, or Dwight. That's where the, the that's where the rock is trying to live. Those aren't movies that I want to watch. I feel like those are they're they're fun because they're bad though, and that's not what I'm. That's not the same. I I know what you're saying. Yeah, uh, and I appreciate the point, and I would like a more like fun, lighthearted sci-fi movie. Yeah, like when did that stop being a thing? What was the Super Eight? Was that the last one? Maybe, but that was also then. That was JJ and Spielberg. What was was Spielberg? Did he produce? Produced it. It's interesting because JJ is a big fan of this movie, along with Denis Villeneuve. Hmm. What was the? uh, I liked it. Oh, Dune. Dune. Dune, That was a fun sci-fi movie. I think Dune is. I would describe it as fun. I was a little bored. See, I like. I think some people thought it was really boring. Um, I would definitely call it sci-fi though. Isn't there magic? Like kind the maybe. prophets no, and all that? I mean, yes, but no. Like if you read the book, it's not magical. Like it's it's very scientifically understood and explained. I feel like in anything where there's magic, uh, it's always like explained, but it's still magic, if that makes sense. Well, it's it, it's explained like chemistry. So I wouldn't call that. I w- I w- they don't think it's magic. They're okay. not describing it as magic. Okay, It's chemistry uh-huh. but it's supernatural in nature in i would, that it's not earthly i would feel more inclined still like like i would call star wars fantasy still i wouldn't call star wars sci- mm. sci-fi even though we have this midichlorian answer that i hate uh to how the force works i still would not in a million years call star wars a sci-fi movie i forgot about star wars is star wars our fun sci-fi i think he was a, just arguing that he doesn't call it sci-fi i think it's I a, know, a fun but fantasy. i think a lot of people would consider it more sci-fi than not it, for me it's like a mixture of sci-fi i feel like if dune fantasy. is sci-fi then star wars is sci-fi okay what about everything everywhere all at once that was just a fun sci-fi i haven't seen i it. i just watched that a couple weeks ago and i did think it was very fun there were there were some parts uh that were a little a little too wacky for me like the hot dog fingers yeah uh, that were like it was fun for a little bit i got a little too much of that yeah but it was, it was funny to show once we didn't need to keep going back to yeah it. i didn't need to yeah. see mustard shooting out of the fingers yeah uh but i thought it was a fun movie and spoiler did yeah. you think that it deserved to win best picture um i'm i don't know that i saw enough of the best picture nominees to like have an opinion on that better, i would say no better than banshees i think i liked banshees better but uh yeah like when i watched it i was like that was a good time i don't know about best picture like i don't know why it's winning all the awards it's winning like i think it i think it's a good time and i think it's a good movie but i wouldn't expect it to like what did it win like seven academy awards yeah, well i will say i heard people from all different kinds of places talk about everywhere all at once whatever it's called mm-hmm. i didn't hear anyone talk about banshees sure i wasn't saying that banshees <laughs> you heard us talk about banshees just right now that's the first time i've heard you talk about it oh we've talked about it on a I previous say, episode we talked about it. i wasn't paying attention this is the first time scott's listened ago. to us yeah. uh, talk about banshees but uh i wasn't saying that banshees was more famous i just said i liked it better okay you know like i don't i don't just because something is more famous that doesn't mean it's like better no but i think it does mean it had like more impact Sure. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I'm not saying that it wasn't a good movie and it wasn't impactful. I, I liked it. I think that's a good answer though for, uh, to your question, our, our last fun sci-fi, which was not that long ago, not so that long ago. Maybe it'll make it come back. And, and I would say too, like, I think that we're experiencing some of that with like certain elements of MCU. Like, I don't think that MCU as a whole is sci-fi, 
but I think that they're exploring sci-fi in some of their, uh, yeah. some of their, um, like guardians properties. I yeah. think that they're also exploring losing fun. So maybe, you know. I don't know. <laughs> maybe just an idea. That I definitely with. have less fun. Yeah. Than I used to. So part of that too, is we, uh, started watching MCU in our twenties and we're now in our, you know, <laughs> you think I was in my twenties when that movie? Well, was? me and Scott, <laughs> what was I was, no, we started at 18. Sure. But I mean like the bulk of the MCU is through our twenties. Sure. Um, next DQ that I got this or ET Dairy Queen. What's a better Dairy Queen? Yeah. <laughs> ET. Mm-hmm. What's 100%, 100%, I haven't really? seen ET in probably 20 years. You like ET more than this? Uh, 20 years might be a street. I probably haven't seen ET in more than 10 years. So I don't know that I can say that without watching ET again, but I remember liking ET. I don't like this movie. Can you explain to me the plot of ET? Because I, I haven't seen it in so, a very long time at a very high level. The kids find an alien. Uh-huh. The government wants that Two alien. Two rival yeah. gangs. <laughs> Pretty much. The kids are the gang, and then the government is a gang. Uh, and they're trying to find a body. Uh, <laughs> it's an alien body. Yeah. Uh, and then the kids are trying to protect E.T. from the government and then get him back home. And the government is trying to are they, keep him. They want to kill him? They want, oh, they want to test him? I think him? they want to test yeah. him. Yeah. Also, E.T. phone home. Yeah. Okay. Which is, I don't think, With the alien. actual... Uh, I think it's a misquote of the, like, it's a common misquote. It's one of those. I think so. Really? Like, we can look it up. People think they say, Luke, I'm your father. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like the Mandela effect of movie quotes. What is the actual quote? I don't remember now. Now I'm now because Scott seemed pretty sure maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's something else. I mean, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm confident in that. I'm just in my memory. Yeah. It it was 25 (laughs) Right. Years ago, probably, since I've seen E.T. Right. Are you guys pro-E.T. over this? Uh, the fact that I haven't watched it in 25 years means it probably wasn't that good. The plot but sounds worse. The plot ha- sounds a lot more boring. I think that the plot it's a lot more, more fun. It's a lot more character-driven. Like, it's yeah. better characters it's a, throughout. But I think, Scott, here's the thing. We're not, I'm not, we're not asking you... Do you think that ET is great and everybody should watch it all the time? We're asking you, do you like are you going to watch this movie in 25 years? He no. He asked me, are you pro ET? I thought he said ET or this movie. I well, that's what he asked you yeah, originally, he but then he reframed him. it differently yeah, as when he Scott. asked it a second time. Apologies. Uh I I have a little bit of a hot take. I think ET is a garbage movie. I didn't like ET as a kid, which is why I have not watched it since. Yeah, I mean, I don't really remember liking it. So Spielberg just can't do alien movies then. Is that the consensus on this pod? I mean, it seems like I'm outvoted. Would beg to differ, I guess. But he did produce it. Was that a good movie? Yeah. Also, Crystal Skull. Oh Oh, yeah, he did do Aliens again. (laughs) Yeah, he nailed that one. That was. Did he finally get it right? Third time he knocked that one out of the park. Third time's the charm. (laughs) Knocked that one out of the park. He did not. Speaking of which, are you guys looking forward to the fifth one? No. Sure. Yeah, I am. I'm, Scott, I'm Jake is very much it. like he he does not want continuation. Jake just doesn't like Harrison costs. Ford or continuation. It's I don't like Harrison the, Ford at all. You don't like Harrison Ford? Uh, just because he pisses me off as a person. <laughs> Why? Uh, because of how much he trashes on Star Wars as if it didn't give him everything You don't he think has. that's funny? I think no, that's I funny. Hate, he's, he's like, oh, I hate Star Wars. I hate everything about this. It's a stupid movie. And I'm like, this made you who you I are. I feel like Harrison Ford is essentially like there's almost no difference between him and your favorite actor. Or Clint Eastwood. Yeah, they're basically the same person. I don't, I don't I know. Agree. I don't think that Clint Eastwood has that uh, attitude towards the things that have made him famous. That makes me like Harrison more. 
<laughs> I don't like it. I think he's just funny. I don't like it. I, I do also, like I how Harrison was... Ford wanted to die in the first one. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. I thought he was so, so, so terrible in The Force Awakens that I <laughs> it almost took me out of the movie. I was like, this is a terrible performance. I mean, he just did it for money. He didn't care about it at all. I know, but yeah. it, like, it was awful. <laughs> like, a terrible performance. I don't think he's, like, an amazing actor. I like Han Solo. Uh, I like Indiana Jones well enough. I'm not like a huge Indiana Jones fan. Um, but other than that, I'm trying to think about what I've really loved Harrison Ford in. Air Force One was one that we should have done this. I haven't seen Air Force One. Uh, like I saw The Fugitive and I thought The Fugitive was a good movie. Fugitive's good, yeah. But I, I think we overall liked him in 48. Oh yeah. I think I, I don't think that like, I, I guess I liked him in that I felt like he wasn't getting so much in the way in the movie. And I think I said that on the podcast. You did. I remember uh, you saying that. Now. Which I, cause I, you know, like, so that is that I like Harrison Ford or is it that I like Harrison Ford wasn't too much in my face in this movie? I'll tell you what, I really like shrinking. I haven't seen him. Yeah. yeah I still haven't seen Is that that show mm-hmm. uh, with on uh, Apple TV? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, frequency. I haven't seen it. He's not in frequency. Oh no, that's right. He's not. Is it clean Eastwood? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It's I got him confused with uh, Dennis Quaid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a pretty big insult. That's a insulting to Harrison Ford. I would think it's just as much an insult. That's I would Dennis think it's Quaid. pretty insulting to Dennis Quaid as well. I I'd like to be compared to Harrison Ford. I think I'd take that as a win. Jake hates Harrison Ford. Uh, I, that doesn't mean much to me. That, Jake, no, I'm that saying, helps. Jake I'm saying a lot I like. But I'm saying for Jake's perspective because he was agreeing. Oh yeah, <laughs> I wasn't agreeing Dennis that it was an Quaid insult. More. Oh, it wasn't. It was an insult to Dennis Quaid. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> think like it was an insult to Harrison. On a spectrum Ford. of like oh, okay. middle-aged white actors, it's like Harrison's here in the you middle. Think of the Harrison Ford is they middle age. They're both way past middle age. <laughs> Harrison well, Ford is like almost eighty. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> middle-aged to older. It's like Harrison. And then it's Dennis Quaid for you, and then it'd be like Kevin Costner below them. Oh, I I hate Kevin Costner more than I hate Harrison Ford. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. Where does don't, Dennis Quaid fall on that spectrum for you? Uh, I don't really know. If I'm honest, I haven't put too much thought into it. I'll get back to you in a, about a month. Yeah. Okay. Watch um, watch uh, what's that movie he's in? I'll watch it. <laughs> watch any Dennis Quaid movie. Oh yeah! Oh, just you—you're just yeah. looking for any Dennis Quaid movie. <laughs> I, I cannot think of a the single rookie? Dennis Quaid. The rookie is a good one. Yeah. Haven't seen oh, Frequency. Like yeah, Frequency. Oh, yeah, the one I just <laughs> talked about. Uh, haven't seen either. Guardians, I think, with Ashton Kutcher. Never even heard of it. Oh, it's, it's, it's a good I'm movie. thinking of the one. Oh, Parent Trap, the more recent one yeah. with oh, Lindsay okay. Lohan. Yeah, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Oh, He's I also dad. like the Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched it since I was a kid, but I remember liking it. I watched it not that long ago, and I still liked it. How's Dennis Quaid in that movie for you? You know, uh, I I don't really remember, if I'm honest. But I, I remember liking it. Of, He's got hot dad energy in that. I was thinking of uh, the, the Cheaper by the Dunson, like, uh, spinoff movie that he was in. They did a spinoff of no, Cheaper it's not a dozen? spinoff, well, but they it's did like a remake. A, oh yeah, day after oh, tomorrow. That, no, the remake that, was with Steve Martin. What, yeah. what am I thinking? It, of? Was, it was yours, mine, and ours. Yeah, that movie. Yours, mine, and Where ours. Where they like they joined their houses. It's a it's a movie about a blended family. Drake Bell's in it. Oh, that's that's not great anymore. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> at the time it was great. But, yeah, but it's like she has a bunch of kids, he has a bunch of kids, but then they also have kids together, so it's like Brady Bunch plus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I forgot that he was in Day After Tomorrow. Uh huh. Day After Tomorrow, he was in Midway. 
I didn't see you pull up the Jurassic Park uh, <laughs> IMDb to get I was there right? first. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He 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 started there. He gets pretty fast from Jurassic Park to He's wherever. Like, have you guys seen those uh, guys who have these like Wikipedia speed runs where it's like oh, I need yeah. to get from pineapples to Beyonce oh, in yeah. thirty seconds? It's, Scott can do that. Yeah, it's uh, like the Kevin Bacon game. Yeah, the rookie. Yeah, we, we talked, talked about. about that one. I remember liking the rookie, but again, I haven't seen it in a long time. Frequency, heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right on, brother. <laughs> is that a good movie? Frequency? Yeah, I like it. It's fun. I, I mean, it, it's not going to be critically good. Is it a fun sci-fi? Yeah, it is. No, it's a very fun sci-fi. Is it the last fun sci-fi? I will nominate it for everywhere. the pod. I will nominate oh, yeah? it for the pod. Okay. Uh, but basically, it's uh, the guy who plays Jesus in uh, Passion of the Christ. Jim Caviezel? Yeah. Caviezel. He's the son, and Dennis Quaid's the dad. So Dennis Quaid is God? Uh, no, no, he's not playing Jesus. <laughs> but that was a great, pretty great joke. Um, Dennis Quaid's a firefighter, uh, dies in a fire. Spoilers. Are, are we going to watch this movie? Yeah. <laughs> for the pod? Why Here. are you ruining how it about, for me? How Scott, about, lay out the whole plot. How about, I, how about I do uh, a plot synopsis instead of Scott? Uh, it's about a father and a son that are able to communicate through time. Over a ham radio. Scott, we want fewer details. Are you in the house alone? <laughs> no, I'm with you. No, this is... Uh, I know. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. This this has gone so, so off All the All right, rails. Toss, let us know your favorite Dennis Quaid movie. <laughs> <laughs> and tell us why it's Frequency. <laughs> and uh, Jake, do you have any uh, final words? Wait, wait, wait. Where do we, we go to next week? this movie, dude. Yeah. <laughs> also, I, we, we have a few things. Like, uh, if you guys want to watch this on video, that might be on YouTube. It might be. It it's, could very well be. It's been recorded. Recorded. Uh, it's just a matter of if we put it up. I'm looking forward to Predator later this season. Well, I'm pretty stoked. Why? Because it's going to be a better alien movie. Uh, okay. All right. I haven't seen it. I, I can't. Scott I can't just, make an opinion. Just on Just burst into talk trash. I know. <laughs> Zach, you're up first. I'll give this movie uh, 7.4 aliens. Jake, I'm going to give this uh, six kinds. Oh, six. I didn't like it. It's pretty low. I told you I didn't like it. I didn't know by that much. 6.1. So this movie is better than Warrior to you. Oh, 6.1? For Zach. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, I think... I probably would want... I don't know. That's a good question. I think that Warrior might be worse, like less famous, but... It is less famous. If if I had to pick a movie to watch again, it still might be Warrior, but it doesn't mean that I think it's better. Oh, I would watch Warrior 10 times. It's more watchable than this, maybe. More enjoyable watch. Yeah. It's a little disrespectful to Steven Spielberg. I mean, I'm giving him some high ratings. I'm going to give this a 6 as well. Actually, well, mine's a 6. Jake's is a 6.1. And it's uh, 6 ratings that Zach won't like. Uh, Tyler? (laughs) I'm going to give this... uh, 6.2 6.2 uh mailboxes shaken. Mm. I'm I'm not doing well in the ratings this year, guys. All right, this comes out to a 65%. Once again, the other guys or Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 94%. Uh so about a 30% difference there. Uh I'm to be given a 7.6, about a 10% difference there. I'm not sad for close encounters, but I did not think that this would be my lowest rated Movie so far? Yeah, movie of the year so Zach, far. do you remember, though, we're not going to let Scott control us by comparing the ratings anymore. We decided that. That's I don't true. remember deciding Also, oh, I thought we did. We've done, no, this I, was episode 128, and this is barely in the top 100. 
<laughs> Dang, that's crazy. This is number 99. Well, I mean, yeah. I We just, none of us had any idea. We had never seen it before. We didn't know. Yeah. I'll tell you, I talked to my mom this morning and she's like, oh, what movies are you guys reviewing? And I was like, oh, Close Encounters. She's like, oh yeah, I didn't like that at all. And I was hmm. like, oh yeah, me either. Interesting. There you go. Do, do you people heard like from this Jake's movie? Mom Let first. us know if if you actually like this movie. Yeah, because I don't know if I know anyone who actually does like this movie. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to be like. I'd love to actually hear from someone who really likes it. Yeah. So you can tell other me than, you didn't. Other than J.J. Abrams and Denis Villeneuve. Yeah. Yeah. If, if sure. either of you were listening, do not reach out. Oh, then I would. Lo- <laughs> I would love you. to hear from J.J. We Abrams. Don't, we need, don't need your input. Yeah. Uh, Stay home. Or Denis, I guess. I'm not as big a fan of Denis. But oh, you like you're you're pro JJ over Denis. Uh, it's just I've seen more JJ than Denis. You know what? What have you seen from him that you think is better than a like a rival or? Dude, I think this episode is just gonna be effed up.